0: People's lives are forever controlled by two emotions when it comes to money, fear and greed. Offer them more money, and then they continue the cycle by increasing their spending, aka lifestyle inflation. We believe that, okay, if I'm making more money, now I can treat myself a little bit more. When you don't need to have this lifestyle inflation, this lifestyle creep. Making more money, spending more money. You never get out of the race because it's like you're always working to keep up with this lifestyle that you have created instead of letting your money work for you. Get your water and keep some wine. I should have had some wine. With exposure, execution, and consistency, there is nothing you can't do. Just keep planting Hey y'all, I am Kiani, the responsible homegirl, and this is a space that I've created so young adults can become financially responsible and wealth conscious. So today I am back for part two of the series Developing a Rich Mindset. And today we are talking about don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. The rich do not work for money, and it is based off of chapter one of the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So kind of like what I explained on the first episode. If you haven't watched uh, part one of this series, I will highly encourage you to go back and watch it. But I started this series because I really want us to dig deep into our mindset and develop that money and that rich mindset because I can tell you all day long how to do this, how to do that, but none of that matters. None of it will be sustainable if you don't have the mindset of wealth, if you don't have the mindset of abundance. So today we're gonna be digging into chapter one. This is a four part series. If you enjoy it and you continue to rock with me for the next two weeks, I will highly encourage you to enjoy my Patreon because I will be completing the series exclusively inside of my Patreon. If the Patreon is a community where we hold each other accountable. We cheer each other on. We share money affirmations every single day. We meet bi-weekly and we read a book once a month. So the book that we are starting, we actually started this week, is called Think and Grow Rich, The Black Choice, which I am so excited about. Last month we read, We Should All Be Millionaires. So like I said, it's just a community of young adults who are literally getting their financial life together. Community is a place for you to thrive. And I promise you, as you kind of get connected to people who are like-minded and people who are working towards things that you are working towards, the process and the journey gets so much easier because you have somebody there holding you accountable and somebody cheering you on while you start something new um so yeah join the patreon join the patreon so now let's dig deep into today's podcast episode don't believe the hype so just give y'all a little bit of backstory before i start sharing my highlights and my commentary on chapter one so chapter one it basically starts off with robert and mike robert is the author of rich dad poor dad mike is his friend and rich dad is mike's dad robert's dad is the poor dad so robert and mike which is their best friends they are kind of like asking mike's dad the rich dad to teach them how to get rich how to make money so the rich dad he's a great teacher he's like that life teacher he's that parent that is not going to basically show you that that's not going to basically tell you everything to do like he's not going to give you the whole blueprint But what he is going to do, he's going to put you in the atmosphere for you to observe, for you to take notes. And then later on, he'll come back with the lesson. That's the kind of dad that he is. Right. So he is, they are basically in this situation and rich dad has encouraged them to like, you know, start their own business. So they finally start their own business, but what they start, honey, is making illegal money. So rich dad is like, y'all, y'all cannot do this. Like You literally making illegal money. You will go straight to jail. He ain't told him that, but that's just my black version, my black mama version. Like, what are you doing? You going to jail. So this leads into my first highlight on page 24, where Rich Dad is explaining to them that the most important thing that they did was they actually did something. He says, most people only talk and dream of getting rich. You've actually done something. I'm very proud of the both of you. I will say it again keep going don't quit now this was so like it just spoke so loudly to me because i realized that a lot of people talk about a whole lot of stuff but they don't do a whole lot of nothing and this is why i always preach exposure execution consistency you have to execute and you have to show up consistently and a rich dad is literally saying this like keep going don't quit a lot of people talk a lot about being rich but don't actually do nothing so I don't want anybody listening, like maybe you've started a business in the business in the past. Maybe you've invested in some things and took some L's. If you're watching on YouTube, you saw that I put L in quotations because we don't lose for real. We just learn, we gain lessons. But I don't want any of those past disappointments or past quote unquote failures to stop you from going. Like literally keep pushing. So now my next highlight, which starts on page 34. So Mike and Robert, they start working for Rich Dad and Rich Dad is only paying them like 10 cents and Robert is getting fed up. He's like, I'm doing all this work and I'm not making no money. It's a lot of y'all listening right now who could probably identify with that on your job. Like, dang, I'm being overworked and underpaid. If you can identify, get this book so Robert can get you together. But let me tell you what the rich dad tells Robert once Robert gets enough courage to confront him about his pay. So the rich dad says, life pushes all of us around. Some people give up and others fight. A few learn the lesson and move on. They welcome life pushing them around. To these few people, it means they need and want to learn something. If you're the kind of person who has no guts, you just give up every time life pushes you. If you're that kind of person, you will live all of your life playing it safe, doing the right things, saving yourself from some event that never happens. Mm, sounds like fear to me. Then you die a boring old man. You'll have lots of friends who really like you because you are such a nice, hardworking guy. But the truth is that you, left, that you let life push you, push you around into submission. Deep down, you are terrified of taking risks. You really want to win, but the fear of losing was greater than the excitement of winning. I just want to pause right there. The fear of losing was greater than the excitement of winning. I want you to think about that because it's somebody listening who you know for a fact God put something on your heart, but you're so afraid of what other people are going to say. You're so afraid of losing. You're so afraid of the money you might flush down a dream. You're just afraid. But can I push you to look at the other side? Can I push you to look at the excitement of winning instead of the fear of losing? And I'ma just, i am just leave it at that. Deep inside, you and only you will know you didn't go forward, you chose to play it safe. Mm. You chose to play it safe. That's crazy. So Rich Dad is explaining all of this to Robert and Robert is like, sir, what are you even talking about? Life pushing me around. How do I have control over what you pay me? Like, make it make sense. I'm trying to I'm trying to understand. So Rich Dad comes back a couple of pages later and he says the poor and the middle class work for money. The rich have money work for them. Passion is anger and love combined. And I'm kind of jumping all over, but it's going to come together in the end. He says, passion is anger and love combined. When it comes to money, most people want to play it safe and feel secure. So passion does not direct them. Fear does. So Rich Dad is explaining this to him because, you know, he paid them a little bit of money on purpose. He was trying to wait and see how long it was going to take them to kind of step and say, Ten cents and I'm doing all of this, like make it make sense. So he comes back and explains like you need to be passionate. You need to have anger and love about you need to be passionate about something because passion is anger and love combined. So if I kind of relate it to the responsible homegirl, like I have a love of personal finance and financial education because what makes me angry is the fact that we are not taught this. What makes me angry is people wasting money and they have to live their lives in this cycle of work, pay bills, struggling, living paycheck to paycheck. And they don't live the lives that they desire and they deserve. That frustrates me. So my frustration and my love for financial education, my love for teaching, my love for encouraging y'all, that is what pushes me to show up as the responsible homegirl. So I want to challenge you. It doesn't even have to be a business or anything, but what is it in your life that you love, but also on the other side of it, it frustrates you because that is going to help you show up, not the money. Point blank, period. So skipping along a little bit. To page 41, this is so good and it's something that i always talk about. He says, most people become a slave to money and then they get angry at their boss. Most people, I'm going to read that again. Most people become a slave to money and then get angry at their boss. Learning to have money work for you is a completely different course of study. So remember, the name of this chapter is called The Rich Don't Work for Money. So he's kind of building up these foundational steps to help these kids learn. Like, yeah, a lot of people, they talk about getting a job. And yes, having a job is important. But I want y'all to think deeper, which is what we're about to get into. Most people never study the subject of money. They go to work. They get their paycheck. They balance their checkbooks. That tells you how old this book is. And that's it. Then they wonder why they have money problems. They think that more money will solve the problem and don't realize that it's their lack of financial education that's the problem. Y'all, that's so deep. More money will not solve your issues because it's not the issue. Like money is not the issue. It's the management. And you have management problems because you don't have financial education. You're not financially literate, which is why I have the responsible homegirl. So Rich Dad is explaining right here. There are people who get angry at their bosses. They're only making this little bit of money and they think that, oh, if I only just made some more money, all of my problems will be gone. No, that's not the case. And he's getting his young boys to understand this. I think they were like nine or 10 years old. He's getting them to understand right now, like do not become a slave to money because it's not about what you make. It's about what you keep. It's about the management of the money. It's about financial education. It's about knowing how this stuff works. That is what's going to set you apart. That is what's going to help you plan the financial life, like I said earlier, that you desire and you deserve. So now let's move right along to my last and final points. Oh, no, no, they're not. my la- They're not my last points, but let's move on. So this is where I talked about, um, I want to say maybe it was in the first episode, about two emotions that really control people when it comes to money. The first emotion is fear, and the second emotion is greed or heavy desire. So Rich Dad is explaining, the fear of being without money motivates us to work hard. And then once we get that paycheck, greed or desire starts us thinking about all the wonderful things money can buy. The pattern this is. If this ain't Keani in like I would say, between 2016 and 2019, my refund checks, all the money that I used to work hard for, I could not wait to get my coin. My check was spent before I even got it, literally. So when I say I identify with this so much, I literally identify with it, because we'll work because we don't want to be without, but as soon as we get, the first thing that we're thinking about is, what can we buy? What can we do? So he says the pattern is then said, then Robert is like, what pattern? So he's explained, he explains the pattern of get up, go to work, pay bills, get up, go to work, pay bills. People's lives are forever controlled by two emotions when it comes to money, fear and greed, offer them more money. And then they continue the cycle by increasing their spending, AKA lifestyle inflation. We're going to get into that too. This is what I call the rat race. This is what I call the hype. That's why the name of this episode is Don't Believe the Hype. Because we believe that, okay, if I'm making more money, now I can treat myself a little bit more. When you don't need to have this lifestyle inflation, this lifestyle creep, making more money, spending more money. You never get out of the race because it's like you're always working to keep up with this lifestyle that you have created instead of letting your money work for you. So next highlight, let me explain the other emotion. So he talked about the fear aspect of it. Now he's about to talk about the greed aspect of it. Some call it greed, but I prefer to call it desire. It's perfectly normal to desire something better, prettier, more fun, or exciting. So people also work for money because of desire. They desire money for the joy they think it can buy. But the joy that money brings is often short-lived and they soon need more money they soon they soon need more money for more joy, more pleasure, more comfort, more security. Mm, I'm so happy, y'all. We about to get into this. So they keep working, thinking money will soothe their souls that are troubled by fear and desire. But money can't do that. This is probably one of my favorite highlights from chapter one because a lot of people love the saying. Money buys happiness. Money can buy you happiness. Like some people say money can't buy you happiness. Some people actually believe that money can buy you happiness. And I just be like, are y'all crazy? Happiness is internal. Joy is internal. Happiness is internal. Joy is internal. There are plenty of people with so much money and they still go out and commit suicide or they still go out and are depressed and anxious because money are money can't solve internal issues it'll never happen and like i said and like rich dad says you will forever be in a race because when is enough enough your fear is going to keep you working and your greed is going to keep you working you will never be content you will never be satisfied because it's almost like you're working for money to kind of fulfill a hole that can't be fulfilled by money I'm just a messenger. Don't kill me. Now, on to the next highlight. 54, 54, page 54 and 55. So now he is getting into working, employees, kind of going back to the first point of them working for Tencent and his intention behind doing that. So Rich Dad is explaining, you see, we're all employees ultimately. We just work at different levels, said Rich Dad. I just want you two boys to have a chance to avoid the trap, AKA the hype, AKA the rat race. I just want y'all to avoid the trap caused by these two emotions, fear and desire. Use them in your favor, not against you. That's what I want to teach you. I'm not interested in just teaching you how to make a pile of money. He was explaining like, it's not just about getting rich. That won't handle the fear or the desire. If you don't first handle the fear and desire And you get rich, you'll only be a highly paid slave. Oof, I'm gonna read that again because I feel like I was a little choppy. He says, I'm not interested in just teaching you to make a pile of money that won't handle the fear or the desire. Like I just said, money is not going to solve your internal issues. If you don't first handle the fear and the desire and you get rich, you'll only be a highly paid slave. think I gotta say nothing about that I feel like that speaks for itself I'm not even gonna put my mouth on that because that's loaded that is so loaded I want you to think about that going along to my next highlight by not giving into your emotions you are able to delay your reactions and think that is important so let me give you a little backstory on this so he is basically explaining to them like because all right at first they were getting paid 10 cents And then he started um, basically increasing their salary or offering them an increased salary. So he's like, okay, 25 cents. Okay, $5. And at that time, it was full time employees that wasn't getting paid $5. But the two friends, Mike and Robert, they're like, nah, we're not gonna take the money because of everything that he has been teaching them. So now he comes back later on and he says, by not giving into to your emotions, because they did get a little excited when he offered them the $5, but they didn't take it. By not giving into to your emotions, you were able to delay your reactions and think. That is important. We will always have emotions of fear and greed. From here on in, it's imperative for you to use those emotions to your advantage and for the long term to not let your emotions control your thinking. Most people use fear and greed against themselves. That's the start of ignorance. Most people live their lives chasing paychecks, pay raises, and job security because of the emotions of desire and fear, not really questioning where those emotions-driven thoughts are leading them. Rich Dad went on to explain that a human's life is a struggle between ignorance and illumination. He explained that once a person stops searching for information and self-knowledge, ignorance sets in. And that's why I always preach like self-education, self-education, like school does not stop when you graduate from high school or you graduate from college. Like, no, you always need to be pouring into yourself, whether that's reading a book, whether that's investing in a course like the education, do not stop. And he is emphasizing that. I have a few more highlights, maybe like three more highlights. Money controls their lives or should I say the fear and ignorance about money controls it. And I want to break that down a little bit, especially the last sentence that says, um, or should I say the fear and ignorance about money controls it. Because when you don't know financial education, you don't know what you don't know. You just try your best to go to your job, work, save your money. And that's really it. You are always in a constant state of working for money and not letting your money work for you. And because you are you don't get to experience that, it's like you always make decisions based off of those two things like okay i'm gonna take this job because i want more money or i'm gonna take this job even though i hate it or even though i'm not you know being fulfilled here because i fear being without money so that's why financial education and financial literacy is so important so you won't let these two emotions dictate what you do so you won't be a slave to money and you'll be controlling money not the opposite not money controlling you and the decisions that you make so I want to leave y'all with two highlights um, and we're going to wrap this up and get ready for part three. So on page 62, he says, keep working, boys. But the sooner you forget about needing a paycheck, the easier your adult life will be. Keep using your brain, work for free. And soon your mind will show you ways of making money far beyond what I could ever pay you. This is making me so excited. You will see things that other people never see, aka opportunities. Most people never see these opportunities because they're looking for money and security, so that's all they get. The moment you see one opportunity, you'll see them for the rest of your life. The moment you do that, I'll teach you something else. Learn this and you will avoid one of life's biggest traps. And I think this is so key because oftentimes, especially like if we grow up not having a lot, we look for ways to make money, 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 money more, money, more money, more money, more money, instead of looking for opportunities when literally money comes through opportunities. Entrepreneurs who are out here making bank businesses who are thriving, they are thriving because they saw an opportunity and they got in to solve a problem. So when you train your mind, you train your brain to look for opportunities, to look for gaps, and to question those instead of just looking for money, I feel like that really sets you apart. And I think that that's emphasized a lot in Rich Dad, Poor Dad, especially in chapter number one of the rich don't work for many. So the last and final point that I'll leave y'all with is um, Rich Dad is explaining to Mike and Robert like why getting paid is not like legit all of that. So he says, by not getting paid for our work at the store, or no, this isn't Rich Dad, this is Robert explaining. By not getting paid for our work at the store, we were forced to use our imaginations to identify an opportunity to make money. By starting our own business, the comic book library, we were in control of our own finances, not dependent on an employer. The best part was that our business generated money for us, even when we weren't physically there. Our money worked for us. So I should have gave y'all some backstory on that. But just to give you a little tidbit, they started another business with comic books. They did not have to buy the comic books or anything. And um, the comic books were basically at the store that they were working at that rich dad owned. So they would get the comic books and the guy who would come pick them up, he said, well, you can have the comic books as long as you don't resell them. So they didn't resell them. They created a library and they charged each student 10 cents to get in and they could read the comic books for You know, I think like two hours or something. And they hire their little sister to come in, operate, collect the money and just make sure that nobody took the comic books. So Robert and Mike, they weren't there while, you know, the operations was going on, but they made money. They hired their little sister and he's explaining, like, had we like continued to make money from being at Rich Dad's store, We probably wouldn't have thought outside of the box on how to make money. And this leads perfectly or this kind of ties perfectly into what I was speaking about in the introduction where the poor dad would say, oh, I can't afford that.